Uh. Scoot this back. Let me get everything right. Let's get it. Nappy Head of Kings Podcast. Episode 4. Human excellence, black excellence, baby. Let's get to it. Shout out to all the YouTube viewership. Work with me. We trying to get all this videography right right now. Let me turn them down a little bit. Uh-huh. Ooh. Just hold me down, y'all. I'm going to let this play out, man. I love Nipsey, man. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Screaming, fuck him, nigga. Hey. Say, every time I rise, shit come for me. Uh, we all gotta stay. Black excellence, man. Let me pull up these topics. It's been a crazy week, man. By far. Rockin' knee high. In the nighttime. Oh my god. We ball later and we ball now. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Nappy Headed Kings Podcast. Thank you guys for rocking with me so much last week. I got so much great constructive criticism back. I'm trying to make this as best as I can. YouTube, appreciate you for rocking with me. I'm trying to get the camera set up. It's rocking right now. If you're watching on YouTube, I got the GoPro set up. So, you know what I mean? We we really stuck in the grind over here. You know what I mean? So, we're going to get right to it, man. I hope everybody week was great. Um, I had a great week. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to do this consistency thing and shoot every Thursday. But sometimes, sometimes there's nothing good to talk about. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I want to wait until I get good material. So I had to wait until now because I really wanted to see this Michael Jackson film. And anybody that knows me knows I love Mike. You know what I mean? So that's no um that that's no that's no secret, man. I really love Mike and I was always asked like how do you feel about him and the accusations? And I always stood with Mike because like dog, we all know that he got a messed up childhood, you know what I mean? And I'm not gonna say that his behavior wasn't weird. I always thought that his behavior was weird. And I was a kid and I could see how like Neverland is just lit, you know what I mean? But, man, I'm hurt, man. I'm hurt, you know? I don't know what's going on with the two guys that they say, you know, is going on, but you got pictures, you got voicemails. I just wonder why now? You know what I mean? Why after he been gone for 10 years? You know, we coming up on his 10th anniversary this June. June 25th, I believe, or June 9th, and, um, why now? Why, why when all these priests are getting, you know, in trouble for everything that they've been doing, do we want to bring up old shit? I'm sorry, excuse me. Why do we want to bring up old stuff about R. Kelly and Michael Jackson? Why don't we shed light on what the priests are doing right now? You know what I mean? And... 
I know that they they touching little kids, man. That that's not cool. I mean, Mike, it wasn't cool either, but he's dead. Why are we bringing that back up? Let's let's resurface on something else. And I heard that the guy, you know, he's got a Wade has a great dance career, but I just heard that I guess it wasn't doing so good. And I can see where he's coming from with the. I need to get this off my chest. I understand, man. That's a deep secret. You know what I mean? And the way the documentary played it out, it it kind of ruined y'all family or whatnot. So. I can see you getting off those bars, man. I understand. But why now? Why? And it, and and it's not fair because, like, this dude is such a great entertainer to me. You know what I mean? Like, not, not just to me, but to the world. Like, there was nobody like Michael Jackson. Nobody. I mean, you, there will never be another Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like... The closest thing we have to him now, maybe Drake. Maybe everybody in the world could kind of rock with Drake a little bit. But that, that, that does, man, if you just, to all the kids that were born after, you know what I mean, 2000 and, well, wow, you know, if you, if you were born in 2009 and you're nine years old, you could be listening to this, man. You know, but to all the kids that were just born in like, We'll say like 05, you know what I mean? Because in 05, I was in fifth grade. Every year, it was the same grade as me. Shout out to all the kids. That were, shout out to all the, all the 93 and 94 babies. Shout out to the class of 2012, you know what I mean? Every year was the grade that we was in, so that shit is dope. Stuff is dope. And back to the subject, man. I remember being in fourth grade, you know what I mean? Michael Jackson coming down in a double-breasted suit. Spinning on top of his car, you know what I mean? Coming into court 20 minutes late and like everybody making this big deal. But then I remember them telling me, like, no, he's this has happened more than once. And I'm like, like, like what? Like ABC, like you could the happiest person in the world, you know what I mean? Yet, never mind that he hangs out with kids, or I mean, I guess that's the whole point is that he does hang out with kids. Never mind that his skin is different. You know what I mean? We all know that Mike is Mike is different. There's nobody like Mike. And maybe that's why he was able to cross over so good because you know, he was like he was that dude. He was He he went from being black to white. He was loved since a child. We knew his childhood. He didn't just pop up out of the blue. We we knew him and we knew that he didn't have a childhood. So we accepted it. And I guess to the mom's part, you don't let your kids sleep. No matter how acceptable or how different this this guy is, you don't let your kids sleep with no grown man. I definitely agree with that part. And maybe that could have stopped a lot of it. But man, I, I hope that we get a documentary on these priests is what I'm trying to say. I don't want to stay too long on the Michael Jackson because we could go... Days for days on that. You know what I mean? Some people are always going to say that he's innocent. Some people are always going to say he's guilty. Well, I want to know what y'all think. Forget what I think. What do y'all really think, man? You know what I mean? Comment comment below on the YouTube. And just tell me, man, because I'm I'm so... I'm not going to lie, man. I, I cried like three times. I had to stop watching it because... It just made my stomach turn on how much I really love Mike and to and the thing that he could do something like this is just the dude was so graphic. It was two people. It was there was James, Safe House, Safe, Safe Chuck, and Wade Robinson. And man, it's just You know they show everything from from the from them being little kids and how he coached them and how he was promised them careers or just how he used to go over to the people's house and spend a night because he was alone. He couldn't trust anybody and I don't man, they got they just got so graphic, man. It just really it really hurt my heart. And I really I really hope that they come down to the bottom of this because in today's world Dog, we we left up to we left up to the uh, the the common public. Th they're left with their opinion. That's 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 the judgment now. 
is what these documentaries are. They're becoming to be the new, you know what I mean? People's people judge. We'll leave it up to the people to judge. Forget, you know what I mean? Twelve juries. Forget all that. Put a documentary out, and then the thing about the documentary is it's so one-sided. You don't get to hear Mike's side. He's dead. The estate, the estate is suing for a hundred million, but Mike's gone. We we won't ever know. And now you're just tarnishing his legacy. And it seems like they keep on trying to do that with black people. I don't know why, but it's like, damn, man. Don't don't do that, man. Don't do that. If they here, let them be here. Let them let them pay for that. But if they was, if you gonna ride, and that's the thing, the kid said that, you know, I've always said Mike was not guilty because I was coached that way with Mike. I was Mike's best friend. I understand, man. That's 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 a real nigga. But at the same time, you were mentally abused, and and we needed to know. You know what I mean? I, I just don't know how I feel about it because I can understand where the kid is coming from. It's a great documentary. It's called Leaving Neverland on HBO. I wouldn't say it's a great documentary. Let me take that back because I don't want nobody to misconstrue my words. It's a, it's an interesting documentary. It leaves you up for the decision of yourself. You know what I mean? Because why now? Why now is all I can really say. You know what I mean? Um, but. Speaking of hardworking and talented people that are a little bit uh, misconstrued, Lady Gaga, you know, shout out to Lady Gaga. She just won that Grammy for the, uh, what was that, an Oscar? I, I believe it, it might have been a Grammy or an Oscar. I can't remember what it was. I believe it was an Oscar for uh, the movie Born to Be. And she got, a, she got that for the best song. Her and Bradley Cooper went up and sung the... I guess their theme song for the movie. She did an amazing job, and I've always had a love for Lady Gaga because um, growing up in high school, I took everybody as a friend. I I never judged anybody, you know what I mean? I come from Detroit, you know what I mean? So, like, of course, you know what I mean? I got, I got all type of friends, but at the same time, I always treated, like, everybody equal, you know what I mean? Because I went, I lived in Detroit, but I went to a white school, which is why you can hear the dialection. Articulation. So I went to a white school, and um, man, it was a, uh, it was it was cool. What was I at with this? I'm sorry, Lady Gaga. Yes. And having different friends, I chose to have different friends. I chose to have black friends, white friends. Like one or two Asians, they were kind of different, and they didn't really come out. They didn't hang out as much, but I still managed to say what's up to them. And then you got the the gay people, and they're not even like, you know what I mean? It's not like the gay people, you know what I mean? Just like it's not the blacks or the whites or the jocks, but it's just, you know, back in um, 2009 and 2012, it was common, but not not where not where I stayed at. And I just, you know, my neighbors were gay, and I just always thought they were just hella cool lesbians, more so. And and they they used to jam out to Lady Gaga, and I used to always find it so funny. Like, uh, yo, Bailey used to always just, <laughs> she used to always jam out to that rum bum 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 rum bum 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 bum, and it was just so. And I was like, well, I didn't know who Lady Gaga was at the time, but. I, I was rocking to the Kid Cudi, oh, uh, oh, oh, you know what I mean? So it was like, it was like, whoa, this chick is really touching different souls of life. Always respected her for that. And then um, when you first got your eyes on her, she was cute, but then she would start doing weird things like wearing a whole dress made of meat or... I think she might have just dyed her hair so many times and then she told her friends like, yo, don't dye your hair because like mine is falling out. I can't, you know, but she was a very, a statue for the LBG, LBGTQ community. And she's always just said that, you know, her boyfriend, she said something like her boyfriend said that she would never make it. 
And she told her boyfriend, you know, one day you won't be able to buy a cup of coffee without hearing my songs. Yo, that touched me so deep. Because if you don't got that type of grind for what you want, no matter what nobody is saying, anybody is saying, you ain't gonna never make it, man. That was somebody that, that you, from your perspective, or that somehow you knew, loved you. And he could say that about you. Now, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes, people are right for saying that. I get it. I get it, but it is because they're saying, yo, this shit ain't for you. This just don't sound good. And if you following somebody else's dreams, it's really not for you. Okay, for instance, your mom is a doctor. Your dad is a real estate. Now, in your mom's mom, if, if, if that's, you know what I mean, if you happen to have that, your mom's mom was a doctor. You know what I mean? Everybody on her side is a doctor. Everybody on your dad's side is in real estate. So they pulling you towards different lanes. But you honestly just want to be a river tour guide. You just want to move to, you know, Arizona and do tours of the Grand Canyon. That's what you really find passion in. Then that's what you do. If you cool with doing that, if, if you love Seeing how far kids can throw a rock into the Grand Canyon or or whatever it may be, you know, of that of that sense. If you love animals and all you want to do is walk dogs, then you'll be the best damn dog walker that can be. Do what you love to do is what I'm saying. You you got to do what you love to do. Because can nobody tell you what you know what I mean? Who gonna tell you what to do, bro? That, that this is your life. They not living that for you, and that's what I mean by, you know. Don't don't follow somebody else's dream, but back to Lady Gaga, this was her dream. She would sit in bars, just for open mic night, and really do that. You know what I mean? Really, really, just stick there and just stay there. Laid on rent, laid on everything, and for her and for her boyfriend, somebody that she loved to tell her, yo, you'll never make it like that. Man, you got some friends like that, and you know who they are. You got some family members like that that look at you, oh, why, why would you do that? Because that's what you love to do. So no matter how crazy you look right now, man, if you got to drive, you can do anything. I'm just saying, man, it's like, you know, I get caught up on stuff like this because I just want us to do well, man. And I feel like we, we right there, but sometimes we be holding our own self back and sometimes we let other people hold us ourselves back and sometimes it be the people that we love and, and, you, and you just got to say, F them. I'm going to do this because I believe in it. But you also got to take them stance. Today, you know, I woke up at 5 o'clock. I, wanna, I want to be on the radio so bad. I'm doing this podcast thing, but I really love the, the broadcasting. I want to be on the radio. I woke up at 5 a.m., took an Uber to Real 92.3. I had to sneak in. I mean, I don't want to say sneak in. I, should, I have to use better words. But the point is... I had to wait till 5 a.m. for somebody to luckily come downstairs, walk in, or they were coming in the building more so, walk in with them. And then, you know what I mean? Finesse my way up there. And you and you have to finesse. Everybody finesse. The Kennedys finessed. Al Capone finessed. From what I'm hearing. Christopher Columbus was low-key like a, a, a gangster over in Italy. And they sent them out. That's how all this mafia stuff got started. Because they sent all their criminals here. 
That's how slavery really got started. We criminals ourselves. Let's just have them do the work for free. I mean, this is just what I heard. This is just what I heard. From a very reliable source. So, I mean, shout out to Lady Gaga, man. That's all I'm saying. And while I'm on the Oscars, you know I got to shout out Spike. Spike, we know this wasn't the one. You know what I mean? This wasn't your masterpiece like they claiming it to be. We know what your masterpiece was. We love Spike Lee. We love Malcolm X. You know what I mean? I never seen more better blues. I never seen Crooklyn. But, bruh, we did win your masterpiece. It was all right. Chirac was kind of trash. But do the right thing. And, and, and Malcolm X? Shawty, is that you? <laughs> yo, yo, we know, man. And we appreciate you so much. Big bro. You know, I heard I heard Killer Mike say, um, it's hard to reckon with the flaws of our heroes. Because all of us are human, all of us are flawed. But you gotta go with the evidence. That's important. Where the evidence tracks us. But it's imp- it's more important because we're living in a Me Too generation that is extremely important in terms of reckoning with the flaws of toxic masculinity, poisonous patriarchy, and how men have had free liberty to have certain ways with women. At the same time, can't just have an allegation in somebody's career. And I thought that was so, so, so key because these allegations nowadays are just ruining people's careers. And it's like, you know, with it's like, it's like, bro, we we need we need real evidence. You can't just say what what happens? Like I just man, it was this white chick dude did 6 years in jail. And he's getting no reprimandations. He was going to the league. He he did 6 years in jail. The white girl comes out and says no, everything I said was a lie. Well, well, what about my man's right here? How does he? How does he live now? My shot at the NBA, at the NFL is is blown. Six years later, you want to come out and say, "Oh, I never did rape you." Come on, man. We can't live in this era. Of me too. I'm being very. I'm being very sensitive this podcast. So sorry if it's getting kind of boring, but. I'm trying. I'm just trying to take y'all, y'all critique and uh, not cuss as much or just you know try to be a little bit politically correct. But that's not something that I am, man. I speak my mind. I speak my mind. I speak how I really feel. If it makes sense, that's why I'm so hurt about Mike. It makes sense, but I don't make sense. I'm 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 hurt. I see evidence, but do I trust this evidence? What is your motive behind this evidence? Or is that just me tweaking for my love of Mike? You know what I mean? That, and you got to understand that some people can't separate that no matter how you talk to them, bro. Some people, they just going to always think, hey, man, Mike ain't do nothing wrong, man. Facts. So, man, let's just move on, man. Let me, let me get to this, man. We 23 minutes in, man. We ain't really got into nothing yet. All right. I believe in feminism. You know, with this being Women's History Month, shout out to all the beautiful women. I should have started out my podcast that way. Shout out to all the beautiful men, to the women in the world. I love you, mom. I love you all, all beautiful women. I just, I love y'all so much. But we got to be real. This Me Too era, y'all doing a little bit too goddamn much now. I understand. But what about what I just said? I understand you got some, some people that, that's, that's messed up. But, like, okay, like Aziz Ansari. What did he really do wrong, man? You know, he asked the chick, are you comfortable with this? Are you not comfortable? She said what she said. And then the next day she said, oh, I was I was abused. 
we gotta we gotta we gotta deter we gotta determine what is I was abused and I had a bad date. If the date is going well and the vibe, and that's something that you must know, is chemistry, is vibe. If the date is going good and the vibe is just there, and we happen to start kissing and we get a little bit tangled up, we get a little mutual agreed upon the erotic moment when the tangle is reciprocal, then then that then that's cool. But we can't introduce science into poetry. It just it just can't go down that way. This should be a vibe. The vibe is the poetry. The science is, oh, yes, she's feeling me. Oh, no, she's not feeling me. Oh, oh no, it's horrible. No, shorty, if you're not feeling me, then that's my bad. I apologize. It should never be to the point where you, she felt abused. My dude, you did something wrong then. So that's all I'm saying, ladies, is we got to know what the difference between a bad date and abuse is. It's Women's Month. I just, just wanted to get that out. I love y'all so much. You know what I mean? Y'all doing great things. I love y'all. I just wanted to say that real quick. It was in my mug. It was in my little documentation. I had to get that out. Shout out to the black-owned businesses in LA. I just had uh, my two cents the other day. If you ever come to LA, you got to try my two cents. I mean, it's a little bit expensive, but it's really good. I had the Kobe burger and like I only ate half of it. You know what I mean? They could put fries on the side. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Black businesses, bro. I swear to God, I ain't went to that too many. I rock with y'all. I rock with y'all because y'all know that's what my podcast about. Alright, I'm gonna get into my bag now. Now we can start getting into the bag. Look, man. I rock with y'all, but damn it, if you charging me $14 for a burger, it better come with some fries. Some steak fries at that. You know what I mean? Like, dog. This is $14. This is a really good burger, though. It is a really good burger. The bread was, you know what I mean? That little big bread where you can't put your fingers on it because then you're going to crunch. Yo, it was good. It was good. But I'm saying, like, dog, $14, I can... They, it came with a little salad. And I guess... You know, I guess now, now I take that back because it was like I had unhealthy mixed with healthy. Ah, see, black people, we just ahead of the time. Look, I had to catch up to our own time. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, shout out to My Two Cents. It's in L.A. I told y'all, man, every week, just once a week, just try once a week. I'm really pushing for once a day, but just try once a week. Spend money in the black community. We got to keep it going for more than six hours in our community, y'all. We got to. Okay, so... So like I was saying, man, Travis Scott, yo, man, I see what you're doing, bro. I don't really appreciate that play of you going to the Super Bowl, but I kind of rock with the fact that you let SpongeBob get his showtime, you know what I mean, at the Super Bowl. I rock with that, just on some, like, childish shit. I kind of rock with that. But, bro, you know we not fucking with the NFL right now. You know that we got to stand with Cap. Come on, bro. You big Cap right now. You talking about that you already talked to him, and then he going to say, you didn't. So now that make you a liar. Why would you lie on Cap to the public? That's a lot of balls, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rock with that, man. That say a lot about you as a man, bro. But what also says a lot about you as a man is the fact that you gave 500000 to the Dream Corps after you did that Super Bowl. The Dream Corps is helping out brothers and sisters to get jobs in Silicon Valley. I see you with the Yes We Code program, bro. I see you. Because that's very important in the black community is that we get to code. Afrotech is so important because we have so many great ideas. George Washington Carver 
You know what I mean? Like Ida B. Wells, you know, Reginald Lewis, Madam C.J. Walker, all these great black leaders. They didn't even have, and, and they used technology, you know, they used the print press. They used different science with the chemicals to make great hair products. They used all of that, no doubt. But now, now we can get it cracking with these phones and we're free. Don't try to hold me back. I appreciate that, Trav. I see you, bro. I see you. That was the underplay for the overlay. I, I, I rock with that. You know what I mean? And shout out to 21 Savage too, man. I'm thank God that you free. You know, as soon as you get free, bro, you know, you just been talking about not wearing no more chains, buying real estate. I see you, bro. 21. What's that new program? That bank account program you got, bro? I like that, bro. If you if you unfamiliar with, you know, 21 Savage bank account program, basically what he's doing is he taking kids that are at risk. You know, that's what they are. They're at risk. They don't have a job. They don't have schools. In Chicago, 75 schools are shut down because of punk ass. Because of the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. You know, 75 schools are shut down. And those affect the people that I know and their little brothers and sisters. Because a lot of those schools are urban. If not, all of those schools are urban. Inner city. Lower income, underpaying teachers. Bruh, 21, thank you. Thank you for getting these kids to know what financial literacy means. Thank you for teaching them even how to say financial literacy. What he's doing is he's taking kids that are at risk. They don't have a job and they're not in school. They're at risk of being in gang activity. And he's teaching them financial literacy. And I hope that he links up with Travis Scott and makes sure that they're in Silicon Valley. So, so that's real black excellence right there, baby. Shit, I'm in LA. I might just go, I might just join the Yes We Code program. <laughs> Get up in Silicon Valley. You know what I'm talking about? Been a lot on my mind, man. It's been a lot on my mind. You know, y'all gotta work with me, man. I I, I just try to treat this thing kind of like a uh, just like my daily thoughts, my thoughts of the week. So, yeah. y'all, let me know. Am I crazy or or, or y'all thinking this too, man? Am I the only one that's thinking like this? Am I the only one that's using my mind? In this world, you know what I mean, full of 17-year-olds with tats on their face making more money than doctors that's raising kids by themselves, black doctors. What Chris Rock say, <laughs> white person can just be a doctor. Black person got to make teeth <laughs> to live in the same community. <laughs> yeah, man. Which which brings me into my next topic, you know? I love that segue. Which brings me into my next topic, man. Y'all can see I, I ain't that professional with it, but shit, if I kept your interest for this long, then I'm happy that you're rocking with me. Shout out to the YouTube. Shout out to Anchor. Appreciate that. Shout out to Black Excellence, Human Excellence. Like I said, man, which brings me into my next, um, brings me into my next topic, man. Segregation, man. You know, I just said white doctor versus black doctor. But when segregation happened, it allowed us to go to the white doctor instead of sticking with the black doctor. So that way he could have the money to have the better tools. And I'm sure he already had the right tools. Let's not even downplay like he didn't have the right tools. But we got to stick with black owned. We used to keep that dollar in the community for six years. Now we don't keep it in there more than six hours. 
black people, we need to do better, man. Humans, help us out, man. You know what I mean? Our birthplace is earth. Our race is human. Our religion should be love. That's it. I think it could be so simple, but I'm trying to make it hard all the time. And you know what I love about 21 and and Travis is that they they actually got it in the hood. You know what I mean? Green for all is in the hood. It's a solar business, you know, that does like stuff with like solar or whatnot, but like it's in the hood. What I love about Ali and Kareem is that like they stood up for black rights. You know, OJ didn't stand up for black rights. You dig? He just let people do what they do. You got some of those people. You dig? But I love that Ali and Kareem did. I just wish they would have did something for the hood. And maybe they did. Maybe I'm just speaking because I don't know. Please inform me. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Took his own money. Put it in the Dream Corps, and the NFL is helping provide jobs with the Dream Corps. So, you know, shout out to the NFL for that. But I, I, it's really the black players in the NFL that keep that going. Because I'm sure the NFL could quickly make a, another donation to, to tax write that off in. But the black players in the NFL keep that in the hood. So, I appreciate that. Shout out to Dream Corps. Shout out to the Reform Alliance. Shout out to Van Jones. Van, I see you out here. Great, great, great Breakfast Club interview. If you guys don't know who Van Jones is, CNN commentator. He has his own show. He was the one that brought Jay-Z on the show when, um, when uh, I think Donald Trump, you know, said something negative about Jay-Z or he was calling the uh, African countries shitholes. You know, I, I like Van Jones. Um, he was talking about a reform alliance. And, you know, if you want to donate to that, then you just go to reformalliance.com. You can volunteer. He's working with a lot of people to get people back home and into jobs from prison. You know, a lot of these people that made one mistake are in prison forever and they shouldn't be. Man, shout out to everybody that's coming home, man. That one just touched a different way, man. I got I got cousins that's coming home, and they've been gone for 17 years, man. And I just I just can't wait to see them, man. You know, it, it's nothing like it's nothing like when you get that that phone call once a week, that 15 minute phone call once a week, man. You know, you'd be so excited to push five. <laughs> you know, <laughs> man, it's just it's just. They deserve a second chance, you know what I mean? Some of these cats do do real, real things, you know what I mean? They take the rap for other cats on non-violent crimes, but they get put away longer than a white murderer. Acqu- not even acquitted. You know, I, I find it funny that, you know, this is a movie called American Made with Tom Cruise. And in the movie, he plays this Transporter, Mickey Monday type of guy. Anybody that knows who Mickey Monday is, Cocaine Cowboy, he was a transporter, you know what I mean? Take it from Colombia, bring it back to Miami, deal with Griselda Blanco, and uh, just all type of uh, dealers, but mostly he just transported the dope. I'm going to fly it from Colombia to Miami. I'm not snitching, this is all facts. And that's basically what... um. The reform alliances, bro. We we gonna get we gonna get these people off the street, back into these recreations, back into these I mean dispensaries. You know what I mean for recreational marijuana. But what I was saying with the travel was they let him go. 
this Tom Cruise character, American Made, it's a real movie based on a true story. The guy that he was dealing with had the same role as Mickey Monday. Mickey Monday is a real transporter. You know? And so was the guy on American Made. He got found. They gave the CIA gave this guy his own hangar for private planes to fly dope in and out of the country. He got they they caused hell because he started doing things on his own, started making a little bit too much money, started doing things on his own. But shit, it was for itself the whole time. So then they they took everything away and and they said, all right, you up for trial right now. Now we're going to put you away for some years. Or at least that's how they made it seem. Mind you, this is all going back to reforming lines if I lost you. So they made it seem like this dude is about to get hella years. He got this big ass lawyer. Sorry for cussing. He got this big old lawyer. And he gets up to the stand. Judge knocks the gavel, says dismiss. Case dismiss. He said, what? Like this dude was really looking at 45 years. A black man, Rayford Evans, gone. Convertible Burt, gone. Maserati Rick, gone. Rich Porter, gone. Let them have did anything like this. Gone. They let this man walk. All he had to do was probation. Show up to a little class. But, you know, karma does come back around. I, I, I hate to say it was karma because... You know, he, he seemed like a cool dude in the in the movie, but I'm just saying the the political games that they play is so crazy that we get locked up for life and he gets to go crazy. He gets to just be free back home with his family. You know, but like I said, he had to do his probation thing where he had to come to a certain place every Thursday at eight o'clock at the same time, the same day. Every week. You think the mafia not going to know about that? Okay. (laughs) Okay. You could think that. Boy, it only took so long for them to find out. Boom. Popped them on the spot. But that's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at Reform Alliance because of Van Jones. Shout out to Van Jones, man. We need we need people coming home. We need our black leaders because that's what most of these people are that are gang members or gang leaders. They're businessmen that knew how to run a great business that happened to be legal. And because I wasn't white, because I wasn't bootlegging back when Al Capone, back when Kennedy grandfather, back when a lot of these white people's grandfather was bootlegging. I get locked up. No, 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 no. Give me my own dispensary. Let me show you how to really do this. <laughs> I just thought of this theory, man. I, I, I bet, I bet if if some of these leaders were out and they were able to run businesses, we wouldn't be in a trillion dollar debt. Food for thought. Shout out to Van Jones once again, man. I see you with the with the virtual reality, man. Virtual reality, man. Y'all y'all know what that is, man. So like when you attach your phone to the goggles and, and you know what I mean it's everything is 3D around you. You know, you know what it is. If you don't, get the hell from up under the rock. So what Van Jones is doing is he's making a black profiling with police. Virtual reality. I guess simulation game or something like that. Where if you look down, your hands are black, your whole everything is black. And you can see how in and you're you're a child in the back seat and your father has just gotten pulled over. And now you get to see exactly how it feels to be a black man. 
I think that's the that is the most smartest thing you could ever do. He said he had people breaking down in tears after they took them goggles off. Because the game got so real and they were just trying to talk to the officer and they would put their hands up like, sir, what's going on? And then the officer would spaz out. Yo, why are you, why are you threatening me with your hands up? Whoa. <clears throat> Whoa, big shock. No, that's how shit really goes down. Excuse my language. That's how it really goes down. Over your hands being up. Oh man. Somehow I didn't pull it up on my on my list on my little list for the day, little uh can't think of the word. Not not schedule, but my little repertoire, my little my little whatever for the day. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what I'm doing with this podcast. I love it, though. Um, hype be still in the culture, man. I said, you you got to listen to you because people are stupid. Listen to yourself. If you listening to everybody else, it ain't going to do you no good, my guy. You got to know what you want in this life. Like I told y'all earlier, everybody else might tell you, no, no, no. Nigga, that path not for you. The path is for me. Now, if I'm honestly doing a bad job, then okay. But you got to, it's a very blurred line with, with some of the people that you love. If you're doing bad or if you're doing good. But one thing you can't be scared to do is get out there at 5 a.m., and take what's yours. And that's the only way it's going to happen, bro. Don't worry about it if it look rude. Because you never met no malicious intent. You never met no malicious intent, my guy. Like, you just had to get out there. And that's exactly how I felt this morning. When I ran into Shorty, you know, she said, how did you get up here? I said, I can't, I can't really say no names, but, you know, one thing led to another and, and I'm here now. Is there anything I can do to help out today's show? Whether that be running, get you a cup of coffee, whether that be just opening up the doors. Can I just please stay here? And, you know, I didn't say it like that, but I, I, I did enough where, here, I'll give you my email. Can't make no promises, but I'll give you my email. And that's all I need. I just need to step in the door. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go out there and wait 5 a.m., but what I'm telling you is that you got to get off your ass at uncomfortable times. To make it happen. <laughs> so I was in the Uber, right? And uh, I asked this guy, I said, I said, yo, man, do you listen to, to podcasts? And he said, he said, yeah. You know, sometimes depends on what it is. And before I could even ask him anything else, he picks up another guy. Because I was in the Uber pool or whatnot. And this guy is young, my age. And I asked the guy, said, hey, man, you listen to, to podcasts? He said, nah. I said, oh, okay. So what you listening to right now? Because he was listening he had his headphones and I could hear it was rap. Said, uh, he said somebody, I don't want to say no artist's name, but he said somebody, said, I don't listen to him because my friends listen to him, though. What? Bro, what happened to your own train of thought? You don't, you don't, you don't listen to yourself? That's the, that's the most dumbest shit I ever heard. I can understand if you like him. Then yeah, rock with him. But you just listen to because, so you don't listen to nothing intellectual. And this is what I asked. I said, I said you don't listen to Nipsey Hustle, nah. But he chose to listen to this little pump ass nigga. You know, it wasn't little pump. No, never meant no malicious intent. I'm sorry. I know we live in a sensitive world now. It wasn't no little pump, but I'm saying like dog. Bruh, 
You, you can't listen to nothing smart? That's where we at right now? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see. I see what I was doing with my uh, itinerary. That was the word I was looking for. Boom. I was saying hype beasts are still in the culture. I was saying motherfuckers is stupid because they listen to their homie instead of listening to yourself, king. That's what I was saying. Okay, okay. It all makes sense now. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get everything organized now. I'm sorry. If you rock with me for this long, we've been in here for an hour. I'm about to wrap it up. You know what I mean? I just just had a lot of stuff to get off my chest today, man. And that Michael Jackson, it kind of threw me off a little bit. You know what I mean? So everything was going a little bit slow, but it's cool. It's cool. I promise y'all I'm going to come back uh, hopefully this Thursday or next Monday with some more heat. Some more stuff to talk about. I just had to wait and see what this Michael Jackson video was talking about. But uh, back to it, man. Back to it. Back to it, man. You know, I talked about segregation earlier being bad. And it's great because, yeah, I can date every woman that I want to date now. You know what I mean? And, and you can't... You can't hate... You can't blame somebody for who they love. You know, I'm very, I'm very, 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 very pro-black. Black excellence. Black love. But don't look at me crazy if you see me with a woman of Asian descent. A woman of Spanish descent. A, a woman of Caucasian descent. Because it's all about human love. Some of these doors, they're going to be locked for us. Unless you walking in with them. That's just the real reality of it. I'm sorry. That's just the real reality of it. And we can do it ourselves. But why not do it quicker with somebody else? As long as you don't sell out. Do it with somebody else. Asian, they going to keep their money in their community for 28 days. So why don't I take some of their 28-day money and put it in our six-hour money? That's why you're going to see me hanging out with them. I, I, you have to have a mutual relationship. I need you. You need me. The white people. They keep their money in their community. The, the white Jewish. They keep their money in their community for 26. 26. Days. Spanish. Them some taco eating motherfuckers, man. They keep it in their community for 11 days. Okay? That pasole be hitting right. They gonna keep it in their community. Even when the corn man come around with the elotes, they gonna keep it in their community. He get the ring in that bell, they gonna come outside. They ice cream man still exists. They support they ice cream man. Black people. What I tell y'all earlier, how much we keep our dollar in our community. Six hours. I wonder what the calculation is when you take out, you know, people being asleep when the direct deposit hit. <laughs> what would the calculation really be? Because you could assume most of the young cultures at the club that Friday night at 12 o'clock when it hit. Y'all want to help out the black community? Let's totally own black. Let's buy black. If they don't, if they not totally own black... Then you go to the nearest business that hires black. If they don't hire black because they are small business and, you know, they can only hire their family. Then they better treat our community with respect if they in our community. Them the three rules that we got to start abiding by. 
black people, we excellent. We excellent, man. I just want to see us do better. I apologize. I apologize for the, you know, the beginning of this podcast being a little bit rocky. Had to get in my zone real quick. But I hope y'all enjoyed it. You know, I'm gonna come with another one next week. Always black excellence, always human excellence, always black love, always, always human love. I love y'all. Please comment up under the, the post on YouTube. Sorry, I wasn't giving y'all that much eye contact this time. But um, work with me, man. Work with me. Please tune back in next week. I love y'all. Right out to some Nipsey for y'all real quick.
glass, Stevie wanna song, smoke some flight, bro. Crack a pint of act, and pour it in some Sprite, bro. Until that day, I'm walking toward what's in my sights, though, cause all I see is ocean views.